get ready to strap in for this music-filled episode where we, even our beers have themes to music. Pressing record. Oh, okay. Every time know. you hit press record and I see that countdown, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I know. It's so intense because it's five, four, yeah. three, two, one. <laughs> I feel like we're getting ready to take off on a, on a rocket ship. We are about to get ready to take off on a rocket ship. A red rocket. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. I'm a little congested today. I got congested as soon as I hit your basement. I feel congested too. It's probably from us. There's probably black mold here. Yeah, maybe. I don't see any. Ah, there's no black mold, but it. I felt just fine until I came down here. Yeah. And now my nose is doing a little. Emily's been really stuffy today and yesterday. Yeah, okay, COVID. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's a wonderful way to kickstart the uh, kickstart the weekend. Yeah. Jeez. So. Uh, oh hey, my God. COVID's got me. <laughs> It's got me by it's the got throat. a stranglehold. <laughs> yeah, it's got a stranglehold. Uh, so as, as my buddy Kyle uh, Gas once said from Tenacious D, yippee-ki-yay! Um, so no, we've got a music-filled episode, as Grant uh, said at the top of the, the pod, and I'm pretty excited for it. We've got a couple of music-themed beers to review today. I'm excited for both of those, both of them yeah. sound... Awesome. Both sound amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> Grant is really feeling it today. Yeah. He's, he's got that deep register. He's he's in a sexy mood because he's wearing a, a sexy cowboy hat. Gotta wear the cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Silence. Uh, so so yeah, well, is the reason for the cowboy hat is because we did a music theme episode. I'm also wearing a music theme shirt. You know, got to go all out. That's very true. Uh, but this is the hat I made for a Halloween costume when I went as Lemmy from Motorhead. And I mean, let's not get it twisted. You didn't make the hat. Okay, well, I didn't make the hat. Think that you were I put like a seamstress. A, I put a pin on the hat to yes, make it kind of look yeah. like his. Yeah, and it does. It's actually it, pretty. It gets cool. the job done. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sells Lemmy. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So Grant's really feeling it today. <laughs> Uh, I got COVID, and uh, that's that's where we sit. Yeah, yeah. right now, currently in the current <laughs> position. Uh, so, very exciting news: we have another new Patreon subscriber. Yeah, uh, we're going to call him Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> that is going to be my name for Scott. Uh, okay. He he's very active on our Facebook page. He actually reached out to us on Facebook, and he's kind of the reason behind this week's theme he said you know hey guys i love the podcast and uh you know just you know sometimes when you guys talk about music it's a little stale because basically you two don't listen to much music and that's not necessarily true i listen to a lot of music i just listen to a lot of older music yeah that i feel is not relevant today right i agree you know i the same way you know i'm not listening to to ariana grande or (laughs) 
uh, you know, anything like that. So I, I typically don't mention it, right. you know, what I'm really listening to. And it was like, hey, you know, here's a suggestion. How about you ask for listeners to send you some suggestions on new and different music to listen to? And then you kind of review it. Uh, on the pod, so we're going to do that in just a little bit. Yeah, uh, but you know, Scotty Two Hottie signed up as a functioning alcoholic through the Patreon. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> I'm still waiting for his address so I can send him his koozie. Ah, uh, yes, we do need to get that uh, up. So, <laughs> Scotty, you got to give us your address, buddy, and uh, we'll get that out to you. So, thank you again for subscribing. You're awesome. You're definitely a friend of the pod. So thank you for your support. <laughs> uh, and we're doing things a little different. And, and we're going to get into this a little bit later on the Patreon After Beers episode. You know, we're, we're really trying to... We had a couple of months in 2022 of recording and yeah. kind of finding our footing. Right. Seeing what worked for us. Seeing if we really wanted to do it anyways, yeah, which like, I think has turned out to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so. <laughs> I had a great time. I look forward to this day all week. Yeah, me too. And... Uh, so, you know, we're going to change some formats here. In the coming weeks, you may see – well, you're not going to see shit. Well, no, I shouldn't say you're not going to see shit. Eventually. Eventually, you are going to see shit. Uh, so we will be doing a video recording that goes along to the podcast uh, that we can put up on the, the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's coming in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, we're, we're just going to try out some different things, and we'll go into that more a little bit in the After Beers episode. So what we're going to do now, though, is we're going to go directly into our first beer. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm so excited. About I know. This. You this want was... to tell the story about how we even came across this? Because it yeah. was sheer. It was sheer luck. Yeah. Um, well, we obviously were celebrating Emily's birthday. Um, shout out to her. Happy birthday, even though it's late. <laughs> um but we were on our way back to go up to Middletown to go to a little candy store, you know, to get some goodies. And we stopped at a gas station just on a whim because we needed gas. And pretty much everybody in the car had used the bathroom, I think. And It was and, just us because we had drank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Let's, yeah. yeah let's I was trying real. to – I was trying. <laughs> we were drinking on a Sunday at noon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we go to this really nice BP, actually, brand new, it seemed like. And we look at their beer section, and they had, like, hella craft beer. Like, maybe going back there to pick up some more stuff in the future. Agreed. Um, And so Josh just finds Strawberry Letter 23, and that just so happens to be one of both of our favorite songs. It's a very, very good song. I Who's it by again? It's by uh, the Brothers Johnson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where we found this, and we're very excited to try this. Yeah, super stoked to try Strawberry Letter 23. Uh, if you have not heard this song, do yourself a favor. <laughs> and go listen. And go listen to it, because it is pure 70s funk, R&B. Oh, it's such a good song. It is and, a very good uh, song. And I'm, I was super excited to see that not only was there a beer titled Strawberry Letter 23, but the type of beer it is is very interesting and definitely caught our attention as yeah. well. You know, had it been, you know, probably any other type of beer, I may have set it back down. But when I read about what it was and, and all that, I'm like, oh, well, we got to have this. For oh, yeah. Pot. And it is a uh, hopped sour. So it is a sour IPA. Ooh. And it is a 7.1% alcohol by volume. <laughs> Brew made 
in, I already forget where, what state. Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, it says that it is a strawberry love affair. The love bug for sour ales got us good. <laughs> Fresh strawberries and hops come together in our love, professing stamp on the style with this hopped sour. Enough hop bite and strawberry sweetness to shine through its tart undertones. This year-round beer is something to write home about. So uh, made uh, by Duclaw Brewing Company in Baltimore, Maryland. I already follow them now on Facebook oh, yeah. to, to keep in the know, <laughs> uh, just in case. I mean, I will stop following them if this beer is shit. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but I try to follow all of the breweries that we review on here. I like their little saying. What is their little saying? It says, craft be cherished, rules be damned. Oh, damn, that's gangster. Yeah. That was perfect for you to say to deliver that in your hat. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was like your Academy Award <laughs> clip that they show when they read the nominations. Yeah. Is you saying that. So I'm very excited uh, for this. So we're going to crack this open. Yeah. Strawberry Letter 23. And then we're going to get into uh, a review based on a recommendation from Scotty Too Hottie on some new music. Ooh. Let me smell this. I can't smell anything because I've got COVID now. <laughs> it smells really good. It actually does. It smells like a, it smells very familiar to me. At first I was going to say strawberry. And yeah. There is definitely strawberry there, but it's a particular type of like strawberry product. Yeah. That yeah. this smells like. Well, it's kind of funny to me that you're so excited about this because there's a lot of strawberry things, flavored things at least that feel like fall short for you. They typically do. I'm not a big strawberry person. I like, like, chocolate-covered strawberries. Right. And I even occasionally will eat, like, just regular strawberries. Yeah. But strawberry-flavored things sometimes is yeah. not is not my favorite. Yeah. I think that it automatically gets a leg up, though, because of the name of the beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I think that's where we're at with it. But I'm ready for my first drink, if you are. Yeah, I am. All right, let's go. Cheers. Are we cheers? Yeah, yeah we have that was to. awkward. All right, Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. It's actually very good. That is super good. super good. Dare I say that we found a IPA. That we both like. That is highly, highly enjoyable. Yeah, that's really delicious. What are you, what are you getting out of it? What are you? you I definitely get the hoppiness up front, Mm -hmm. but then there's a very subtle sour on the back, but it's kind of a sweeter Sour. I don't know. How, it, it's definitely the strawberry, probably, but it's not overly strawberry flavored. I feel like. No, no. I mean, it's definitely fruit focused. I wouldn't necessarily say that it tastes like strawberry, but uh, the the tartness from the fruit mixed with the sweetness that they're using to craft the IPA, yeah, it works really well together. Yeah, that's it's very delicious. Bless you, my friend. Thank you. I definitely <laughs> walked into a COVID hell. Oh, that actually made me able to breathe and smell a little better. Well, you so. know that there's snot all over the wall. Ah, that's, all right. <laughs> that's all right. We have last week's beer cans on the table. Yeah, so that's true. It goes with the theme. It's Maybe okay. that's why. We're just masked in alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So we're like... Ugh. I'm growing an aversion to, to alcohol. I'm allergic to the smell. Uh, no, this is this is really good. And I'll tell you another surprising thing about this is that it's 7.1%. It doesn't, it doesn't taste yeah, 7.1%. No. And I know that it's very cliche and probably uh, 
rookie thing to say, like the higher the alcohol content, the typically the more alcoholy it tastes. Right, but I right. feel like that's true. Yeah, I mean, like there's definitely not a it's not a strong alcohol flavor. I feel like sometimes when they get high, you definitely get that. Um, but yeah, this is really fun, fantastic. I would yeah drink all of these. Oh my god, what's going on? I'm, I'm just re-scooting oh, okay. <laughs> in my chair. I thought you were like getting up. I was like, oh my god, are you going to throw <laughs> up? You, what's going did on? Did you think I was going to come and, <laughs> and kiss you on the lips or something? Yeah. And pass my COVID-ness on to you? Well, I was thinking because we're drinking Strawberry Letter 23 <laughs> that like, I was, I'm you in, were ready for I'm a little mood. action. I'm the mood to love. I'm the love machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, now this is actually really really good we're gonna you know this new formatting that we're trying we're gonna continue to drink on these because i've yeah. gone over the entire six pack okay. so as we kind of move along until we get to our second review a bit later uh, we're just going to keep drinking on these and whatever you decide really that you're ready to switch it up we will okay uh so it's it, you know the focus is still on on the beer right it's just not playing such a prominent role in in the pod right were you wanting to go ahead and do the reviews or do you want to wait till we're like not the reviews but like you know the numbers or do you want to well, wait let's till... do the numbers we got it up let's okay. go ahead and do it so as far as crushability <clears throat> i am going to go and say 4.5 on this. I was actually going to agree with you on that. Um, it's very light. In it is incredibly light. I mean, it's very hoppy in the beginning, like right, you said, and that's right. the only thing that's preventing me from giving it a Ugh, straight five. Right. Tastiness, it's it's a five. I was going to go 4.5 just because they say it's supposed to be strawberry, and I really just don't get a lot of strawberry. Okay. Well, but that's fair enough. it's still very delicious. It doesn't – I just feel like when you advertise it as something, you should have to – you know, uphold to that flavor. What if this is really what strawberry tastes like and we've just been eating genetically modified That could be. Maybe they use natural strawberries. That's what I'm thinking. Because, I mean, when I went uh, to their website or somewhere, it, they actually let this ferment on like a bed of fresh strawberries. That's how they infuse strawberries. Okay. So it's not like they're getting a gallon jug of strawberry puree even. So I think I'm getting the strawberry now. I, I, there's a way to drink it, and I got it goes like hoppy, mm -hmm. sweet strawberry, and then the sour after. It's like it's very minimal, and then it's in the middle. I don't know. Well, you see, and this is why I wanted us to continue drinking throughout because I think things do change. I mean, we try in a very short period of time to, uh, you know, gauge an entire complex beer. And True. We need to let it. We need to let it sit here for a minute with us sometimes. So. Yeah, we're our reviews are a little hasty sometimes. Yeah, we're very emotional men. <laughs> yeah. We go. We go with our gut. Um, <laughs> but no, I think I think it's a five for me, and, yeah, and I, I would have been content if you stayed at a four point five. Yeah, I understood that. No, I get it. I think I got to go five though. After it's a tasty it, fucking beer. Yeah, it is. I would literally sit down and drink a whole six pack of this yeah. at a time. Like, yeah, it, I mean it is super good. Like I'm already half over over halfway through this. You have been sucking it like the teat of yeah. life <laughs> as I've been speaking. You've just been eyeing me and seductively taking sips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean it's seven point one. It's incredibly crushable. It's tasty. This is going to get you super fucked up. Yeah, I agree. You drink six, 7.1 percenters in a couple of hours even. 
You're on your way. <laughs> on your way. On your way. I don't know. <laughs> I was I was going more with like a Matilda. On my way. On my way. On my way. And it's like, ah, and he like sings, but he does that like, ah. Yeah. So, on my way. <laughs> and then here's the thing, and, and we need to not be partial here when we go to rate this last category of if you're a stud or a bitch. And we need to not be partial here because we knew Strawberry Letter 23 because of the song. Right. So if somebody had showed up to a function with this, me and you would have been like, oh my God, that that's fucking awesome. What we have to do is remove that from the equation. If we were just having like some some garage beers and one of your buddies brought this over, would they be considered a stud or a bitch? Right. My lovely wife is coming down. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> so I figured I would have... Well, I, so I figured... Let's finish the review first. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So I think, I think you're a stud. Regardless. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the reason I had my wife come down is because I was going to announce to everybody some big news for the Fansler clan. <laughs> Would you like to do it? Sure, yeah. All right. Well, we are having a, a mini-me. It's a little girl, <laughs> and she is due August 10th. We're very excited. Do we, need, do we not have applause here on this um, contraption? Let me see I know here. mine has some applause. <laughs> I think that's applause. I don't know. I can't uh, hear let's it. Hope. Let's hope. <laughs> that could, what if that was a boob? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole fucking crew just going... <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was applause. Yeah, I think it was too. <laughs> so yeah, that's big news, guys. Yeah, I know. So hopefully, I may have to take some time off from the pod, but Josh, I think we'll keep it going. Uh, hopefully I won't have to take too much off. I think I can squeeze away for an hour, hour and a half. Let's be for real. This is a three-hour process. This us. is a three-hour process. But when it comes to the, the baby being around, we'll have to shorten it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to go to like 15-minute episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And record four of them a week. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to record every chance we get. So it might be really... Yeah. It's going to be a hodgepodge. Yeah. But no, that's fantastic news. Congratulations, guys. I mean, well, obviously, you. you guys have known for quite a while. Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> just kind of keeping things under wraps. But uh, very big news for the Beards and Beers family. Yeah. And uh, you now have your fur baby <laughs> down here. I almost gave it away last week, I think, or was it two weeks ago? I almost said, like, oh, and then the new baby's coming. And I was like, oh, I can't say that yet. <laughs> It almost and, came out. <laughs> and it really sucks because I really think that Emily would enjoy this beer. I know. And she can't have it. It <sighs> is really, yeah. really good. Like, it's a it's a fantastic beer. Yeah, so I agree. Very glad that we got that. And we will continue to drink on that. Oh, yeah. Willy-nil. <laughs> so then that brings us to uh Scotty too hotty. He, he when he reached out and said, you know, what he did about music and 
you know, try to talk a little bit more about music and, and things like that. I totally agree because, I mean, Grant and I love music. Yeah, we do. We, you know, call and it vinyl. We listen to a lot of different music. Even though I maybe don't necessarily listen to a lot of new music, I'm open to listening to some of it. It's not that I'm, like, against it or anything. Yeah. I just I have a hard time finding it myself. So if somebody else suggests it, I'm probably more prone to go listen than, like, looking on the trending and like seeing all the right. weird stuff that's trending or whatever. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And and I think that that's what Scott was saying was like, hey, if you take listeners' opinions on like, hey, you know, try this, check this, listen to this. And I said, well, okay, man, you know, how about this is a great idea. I love it. What is some of your stuff? What What, what would you suggest we go listen to? Because he also acknowledged the fact that even though we both listen to a lot of different music, and we definitely intersect a lot. We do, yeah. When it comes to, especially like older music. Well, and I still like a lot of country music. I like a lot yeah. of the country music you like. I just don't necessarily, it's not what I listen to daily. Right, absolutely. And I, it's it's more of like phases for me. Like I'll go six months listening to kind of one genre. Right. Then I'll hop on to something I listened to when I was 14. And then, <laughs> right. You know, whatever. But uh, you know, it, but Scott acknowledged that. He's like, you know, I know that you and Grant, for the most part, are right now listening to kind of two different things. I'm listening more to, you know, like Americana and singer-songwriter and like alt-country. Right. Uh, you're listening to a lot of 80s metal, uh, you know, with Accept and all that, we, which we've mentioned on the pod. <laughs> right. And he's like, so it's really hard for me to try to give you a recommendation that he felt we would both enjoy. But I think he did a good job. I think he did. Um, you know, I, I was I think very concerned. It. I was very concerned about it when he told me, because I was somewhat familiar with this artist going into this review, but you were not so much. I right. Mean, here recently, you've been seeing him because I, of appearances on like shows and shit yeah well like emily likes to watch a lot of the award shows and i do too they're actually kind of entertaining to watch i've never really watched them until i met her but um, we did watch the country music awards i'm pretty sure that's what it was and he had a performance on it um and so that's how i think right. i first heard of him right um but i was concerned i was like man i'm gonna have to <laughs> go to grant now and be like hey listen you know like, this is what scott came up with please listen to this <laughs> but we're gonna need you before the next recording to like listen to this this uh record and it was hardy yeah the name of the record is the mockingbird and the crow and uh you know, so I I immediately went in to listen to it. Like the day that I read his message, I went ahead because I was at work and I was able to put in a headphone and, and listen to the whole thing in its entirety. I reached out to you. I said, hey, this is kind of what the assignment is. Right. Uh, I think you were very skeptical. You were like, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> not what to, you know, not because of anything bad, but because, again, you're just not familiar with new music. Right. And I think that in general, most people are scared of today's music because for the most part it's fucking garbage a lot of it is yeah but uh, what hardy did here with the mockingbird and the crow is very interesting it's like 17 tracks oh my god <laughs> i expected the devil to pop out of the floor and come take my soul <laughs> like it's time joshua fetch uh, me their souls <laughs> um, but it's 17 tracks and the way that, that Hardy did it was, and the title of the record is The Mockingbird in all lowercase letters and The Crow in all caps. Right. And that is 
significant because in the track listing, like the first like seven or eight tracks, all of those track titles are in lowercase. Right. And then the remaining tracks are in all caps because the Mockingbird is more of like your today's country. Right. And then the last several tracks are like this fucking metal rock <laughs> yeah. country thing. And it's, it's very interesting. It's actually very like creative. I very feel. creative. I, I definitely give Hardy a, a ton of kudos for just being so creative. And then, you know, I listened to it. You listened to it like in the next day or so. Yeah. And then we kind of got back together and talked about it just a little bit because I wanted to, A, make sure you did it because <laughs> I knew you were hesitant. And then just to kind of get a feeler for what you thought. And I think we were both pleasantly surprised. Um, and yeah. there were a few standout tracks. Yeah, there was. I really enjoyed <laughs> – well, one of the, the 30 out six one was very entertaining for me. I did enjoy that song. Um, the Wait in the Truck one with um, Lainey Wilson. Yeah. I have no Lainey. idea who the hell that is. She's but. got a bonacious behind. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about her. <laughs> um, well, we might have to circle back to that, but <laughs> but yeah, that's the big song that is real hot yeah, right now. Yeah, is "Wait in the Truck." It was pretty good. That was the performance. That I liked we it. Saw the uh, music. Yeah, before. that was. Um, I enjoyed it because it reminded me of like how older country was, and it tells like a really cool story yeah. through the song. Yeah, it was like a Hank Williams Jr. song yeah. or something. Yeah, like. which I feel like is the storytelling in songs has kind of been lost. And today, I, I'm sure there's a lot out there. I'm going to say that people are going to be like, I don't know what the hell you're yeah. talking about. But, yeah. And I get it, but like a lot of things I hear, there's no like rhyme or reason to it. It just It's it's date nights at Applebee's. Right. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what we've kind of gotten to uh, with with music, or at least country music these days. But you're, you're 100% right. It's like an old school kind of song. Right. And it was very relevant because it's about, you know, the female being beat up on by her husband and right. actually domestic abuse these days I feel is probably at an all time high and uh, so it was a very relevant song and it's badass you know because he ends up killing the motherfucking guy right uh, <laughs> uh, and and I yeah it, it was definitely a great song I, I also enjoyed the first uh the first like straight rock song on the record is called The Crow. Oh, or the Mockingbird yeah. in the Crow. I'm yeah. sorry, it's the actual right. title track from the record. Yeah, that and one it, it's good. a really yeah. good one because it starts like country. Right. And then like there's this whole second half where he like it picks up, man. There's like drums and a ton mm-hmm. of bass and yeah. uh, and then he starts rocking out and that's kind of how he introduces the rest of the record uh, and I think it was a very very cool song you don't hear that in music where a song starts out in like one genre and then ends in, in a another, different yeah. genre yeah I agree it was very very that one was very good I kind of forgot about that one but that one yeah. was yeah it's a stellar song and then the, the song right after that is called Sold Out and it's a really good one because he's kind of given the, the bird to uh, to music essentially by saying like right. hey you know, I, I think I come up with different shit. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I haven't sold out, but I'm selling out arenas and, and shit. Right. You know. Like, yeah. And like, so I like it. I like the direction that Hardy's going. I know that he's a very talented songwriter. That's how he started. He wrote a lot of 
songs for like Morgan Wallen, who's like the hottest okay. thing in country. Uh, so he started out as kind of a Nashville songwriter. Now he's uh, doing really good things uh, himself as an artist. So I don't know if, if I were to judge this out of like five beers, I think I would give the, the record as a whole like a three and a half. I would give it about a three and a half. Yeah, that definitely suits it. There was a lot. There were songs I liked on it. There were some that I like. I wanted to listen to all of them, so I sat through them. But like, if they came on again, I'd probably just skip over them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought it would, overall it was very creative. Yeah, super, super creative. Very different from what people do, and it it does sound like he's very like to himself and like keeps like what he enjoys doing with music and everything alive which i definitely respect because there's a lot of people now that are just in it to make money and oh for sure yeah no i oh, i just peaked a little uh no it was great so it was a great recommendation scotty i uh grant has finished his strawberry letter 23 already yeah that was i good. was saving some to chug but oh, oh sorry He's going in for his second, so I guess I'm going to chug mine solo. Yes. <laughs> well, sorry, you're too slow. <laughs> well, we were. I was going to try and give the review, and then we were going to talk about Hardy. And I get it. Jeez, man. <laughs> get off my back. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got it. He's got this in the bag. Keep going. Chug, chug, chug. Yeah! <laughs> That's even better when you chug it, dude. Oh, okay. Wow. I will tell you that when you chug it, at the very, very end, it is straight alcohol. Really? There's like a half a second where you would swear you're drinking rubbing alcohol. <laughs> and it keeps you alive. Yeah. It, it, it lets me know I'm alive. <laughs> it lets you feel things. <laughs> I'm feeling things that I've never felt before. <laughs> Now, I am personally just going to go finish off my bush light that I had opened before, also to clean the palate for when we do get into uh, the second review. (laughs) And again, we can do that whenever. I know we have a schedule here and it's listed after something, but whenever you're ready, we can do it. Well, I was actually going to see, I had some honorable mentions for what we have coming up next, and I wanted to know if you had any that you could think of. Um, or if you wanted to start with those and then get into it. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we can definitely do that. So the the task at hand this week being a music theme was I really wanted to challenge Grant and myself to come up with who our top 10 favorite bands or artists or groups or whatever really are. And uh, I, it was kind of put on the spot because I didn't even create this until like two days ago. <laughs> so I didn't give us yeah. a whole lot of time to really think about it. And I kind of also did that intentionally because I feel like the more you, you sometimes think about something, the more frequently you come up with incorrect information. Yeah. You, you overanalyze. So I kind of didn't want to give you a whole lot of time to come up with this because I wanted to do this again. Uh, several months from now just to see if it was the same or if it was different. Right. Uh, but you said you had some honorable mentions, and that's actually a really good idea. I did not think of that. Who were your honorable mentions who barely missed that top ten? So I had – I came up with five. There were probably could have been more, but it's because I had – I looked at it Thursday. I didn't write anything down until today before we started because I wanted to make sure I wrote down like – my true what I thought was my top 10 so these ones were ones that I thought of that I just kind of decided to leave out and I, I think they're gonna one of them is probably gonna surprise you <laughs> oh 
Okay, I can't wait. Um, so one of them is Judas Priest. I like a lot of their songs. They have some really like bangers, but overall, I don't think I could just listen. I don't listen to them a ton. Right. Um, they're kind of when I work out a little bit. I'm tuned into some of theirs. They're pretty good. Ted Nugent's another one that I like a couple of his songs that are really good, but overall, I don't know a ton of his music. But right. um, Richie Valens, another oh, one yeah. that I really enjoy. Just didn't have a lot of music because obviously he died so young right. um, <laughs> Gwen Stefani hell yeah well that doesn't surprise me because I mean I know your history with Gwen that's uh, true probably surprises a lot of other people yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah she has some bangers she does she really does um, and then the, the last one was Dion because yeah. I like some Dion yeah they call me the one uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's, a, that's an eclectic honorable mention list yeah I mean, I, and I feel like my top ten is – some of it's very similar to, like, others, and then some of it's kind of different. It veers off in different ways. But it very well could change. Like you said, if you, we did the six months from now, it could be totally different. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's the same for everyone. I really think that asking someone who their favorite bands or artists are – and I'm actually guilty of this with Scott because I asked Scott, I'm like, well, who are your favorites? Right. And he was like, man, I'm really just like a music snob. That's right. kind of a loaded question. And it is. It is. Because yeah. it is going to differ. I mean, you're always going to have like a set group. I don't know what that number is. I don't know if it's 5, 10, 20. You will always have a set group of artists that you always will listen to. Right. Right. Um, but it is a loaded question because as I'm sitting here listening to like your honorable mentions, I'm thinking, well, shit, I could have put probably another 10 bands like uh Rammstein is one yeah. of my favorites they didn't they didn't crack my top 10 right uh tool red hot chili peppers uh sublime yeah those are uh, all these are all really good bands. all those ones that you just said are all ones that could have potentially been in my top 10 just didn't make just, it they just didn't make it when yeah. i thought top 10 yeah i came up with my list pretty quickly me too and i think that's good i think right. that means that you're going off the cuff I think I had, I had seven pretty much right off the bat that I like knew for a fact, and then once I got to eight, nine, and ten, not that I did my, I didn't do mine in order. Like it's no, no there's order. no particular yeah. order in my head. Um, but like the seven that I thought of right off the bat were just what I thought of, and then like eight, nine, and ten, I went back to my like what I have in my Apple Music, like what I have saved, and like all that kind of thing. And I was like, you know, I feel like when we say bands of artists, and it's like your favorite, like obviously somebody could have your favorite song, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're they're your favorite band in Absolutely. my opinion. And and the opposite. I mean my favorite songs and I mean spoiler alert in our after beers episode we're going to talk about our top three favorite songs right. of all time so if you're not a Patreon member now's the time to do it <laughs> exactly because uh, we might fight about that one you know that because I, I only said three and I did three intentionally because yeah. it's such a low number uh, but yeah I mean I don't think I think there's only one of my top three songs has an artist that's in my top ten artists uh, I think I had two okay so, I mean, it works both ways. And, and I, like, I'm still continuing to sit here like Bone Thugs and Harmony is would have been in my top 10. They probably would have been like number 11 if we did like a top 11. Right. Uh, but again, we didn't. So uh, I just continue to think of, of music. But <clears throat> so, I mean, without further ado, you teased us with your honorable mentions. Let's go, you know, let's take it, take it slow. Take it okay. nice and slow. I just want to take it nice and slow. 
I think that's a song. I'm trying to put as many song yeah. things in this episode. Yeah. I'm butchering all of them. That was Urshan. Well, neither one of us can sing, no, so it's God, okay. No, Never claimed to. I can barely speak. We should go do a karaoke night. Oh, Jesus. And just get up there every chance we get. We should do a karaoke night with our fans. Okay. Like, have our first annual. Like, if we ever get big enough do like an outing for people who listen to the pod because there's all these like conventions right. for podcasts ours would be let's go to a brewery like let's go to swine and have listeners come if they want and we'll have beards and beer fest that'd be awesome and we could karaoke that'd be sick <laughs> all right, everybody would boo us oh god yeah maybe we would just be the judges yeah and we maybe. would do like one song i feel together. like we would have to do one song together it's gonna be strawberry letter 23 uh, yeah definitely uh, <laughs> Uh, God, go listen to Strawberry Letter 23. I wish we had, like, rights to the song. I know. I'd play it right now. We could play live. fifteen sec- less than 15 seconds of it, I think. Well, I mean, we're so small. What are they going to do? They, they take us, they take our episode off of yeah. Apple or Spotify, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I feel like uh, we can't risk it. No, nah, I don't want to risk <laughs> it. The 30 of you that listen religiously. We could know. also get fined, too, I think. Well, good luck getting that. <laughs> <laughs> then they take us to court and then we go to jail. Well, I think we would get off with probation. Yeah, maybe. We're too pretty for jail. <laughs> uh, all right, so so let's stop now. You know, you made a great point. These are in no particular order, so I'm right. not holding you to an order. That wasn't the assignment. Uh, what is your first? Maybe we go back and forth. You list one, I list one. Okay, I like that. You like that? Yeah. So what is your top ten favorite bands and artists? What's your first one? So with the first one, obviously we said no particular order. I went with Black Sabbath. Enjoy a lot of their music. My dad also kind of showed me them when I was young, so it's more, kind of a nostalgia thing too. Going to like my peewee football practices, we'd hop through in the the CD and Black Sabbath would be blaring on our ride home or ride to and ride home. Um, so that's kind of why I think I thought of them first. I would actually probably put them at almost my number one. Well, and I think that I think you just hit on something. I was going to say if you came up with seven right away, and they were the first one you thought of, that's probably your favorite. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I mean? would say so. At least your I, favorite right now. I can listen to them pretty much any time. They're uh, I know it's not like it's not an album of just like I mean it's like a kind of a collection of like their best hits or whatever, um, but it's we sold our soul for rock and roll. That uh, collection of songs is freaking fantastic, and it's pretty crazy because I know them like in order. Right. Not like off the top of my head, but like listening to it, I can be like, "Oh, I know what's coming next at the end of this," and like I've just listened to it so many times in order. Okay. Well, no, I would have I would have placed that number one for you. Yeah. Like if somebody asked me to list your top five, I would have said Black Sabbath number one, and I think I probably know who you went with number two. If you're thinking, well, maybe you're throwing a curveball. Well, and again, this is no order, but I'm just thinking if you thought of them in the order that they mean to you, I would have thought that I would have known your second. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) But no, that's a good one for you. That fits you. That definitely, I think, is true. I don't think there's any cap to that, as the youth of today would say. No cap, bro. (laughs) No cap. No cap. I don't even know what the hell that means. I think it just means like you're not bullshit. Oh, okay. There's no bullshit to that. Okay. I don't know why you would just say like no bullshit. Yeah. But they say no cap. I feel like no bullshit just sounds cooler anyways. Well, it also kinda of sounds hillbilly. Yeah, kinda. No of. bullshit. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> you bullshitting me? 
<laughs> Are you shitting me, Clark? <laughs> hey, Ronnie, they got Copenhagen down at the PBP for two ninety nine a can. You bullshitting me, Elmer? Uh, so Elvis was mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have definitely put that as your... Yeah. I would even put that as probably your number one all time. Yeah, that was the first one I came up with was Elvis. Uh, I've had a love affair with Elvis for as long as I've been alive. And, uh, and I am an Elvis collector. No, you're fine. And, uh, and that was the first one I thought of when, when thinking of like a top ten was, was Elvis. I just think there was no, there's not been any greater entertainer than Elvis. So, uh, so that was my first of my top ten. What about numero dos? I had ACDC. Ah, okay. So I probably did throw you for a little curveball. Yeah, you probably know who I thought your second one would be. Probably Motorhead. Yeah, yeah. I do really enjoy them, but I went with ACDC second. I, those were kind of interchangeable for me. They they both came up super quick. Um, ACDC was another one that my dad played a lot as when I was a child, so I always have a love for them and all their music, honestly. every Even the new stuff they put out now I still love, so... No, I think that's a good one. And that's I think really it's their uh, singer they have, which, I mean, obviously everybody knows the story about how their original one died, and it was the brother of the guitar player. But uh, their new one, he actually went deaf. And, oh, I remember you telling me this, and yeah. So the fact that they released an album in 2020 was pretty crazy because everybody thought he would never be able to hear or sing ever and again. And they tour, too? They did tour. He actually had surgery or some kind of, like, corrective thing to make him be able to hear again. Damn, that's crazy. I know. So now, like, I don't, I don't know much about it. Like, I don't know if his hearing is back, like, 100% or if it's only, like, 50%, but it was, like, good enough for him to be able to sing. And obviously there's, like, a lot of editing they can do now to make you sound a little better. True. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought that was pretty incredible. <laughs> now, that's a good number, too, and that would have been an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Like, a lot of your top bands, I feel, are probably honorable mentions for me. Like, I really enjoy them and I'm very familiar with them. Uh, they don't quite crack my top ten, but right. I, listen, I have a lot of ACDC. And I just thought of another band that we share a passion for that did not make my top ten, and I'm, I'm waiting to see if they're on yours. Okay. Um, I'll try to remember to bring that back up later if they're not on your top ten so we can talk about it, but I can't remember <laughs> shit. I used to smoke weed out of a pop can. So, <laughs> um, so my number two is uh, Garth Brooks. Uh, yeah, I would definitely put him up there. You know, I mean, he's probably the closest thing to Elvis that there has been as far as an entertainer goes. Yeah, didn't you see him twice? I saw him twice in one year. Yeah. Uh, in 2019, 2018, I forget what year. And his his shows, like, they're, they're like, entertaining, oh, right? God, like, I he mean, puts on a show. Dude. Like he Like, he comes out of the middle of the floor, and, like, he runs around. Like, the, the drum kit is inside, like, a round metallic ball. And he climbs it. What? I mean, dude is fucking loco. He gets he gets so into it that he'll lay on the on the stage floor and like go in circles with his guitar. That's awesome. Like he, he high energy. One, I mean, the best show I've ever seen. That was a another thing. Like back to ACDC, they were very entertaining to watch they because the show. <laughs> man, their guitar player, fucking, he was something else. He did not care. No, no, not at all. And I mean. They're all just so sexy. <laughs> like, they're not really sexy, but they feel sexy. Right. And I like watching people like Mick Jagger yeah. is another example of that. Like, Mick Jagger thinks, and women make them think because women sleep with them. Right. You know, 
But they get out there, man, and they're just like, I'm too fucking hot for this crowd, man. And they're yeah. out there with short shorts, and they're doing shit with their mouths, and they're, <laughs> yeah. they're very sexualized. And ACDC, you know, they're kind of a sexy band. You yeah, know? yeah. They were definitely put into that category yeah. of, like... Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. That's, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, so. I, that second one for you, definitely, I would have put pretty high for you. Yeah, big Garth. Big Garth fan. Really enjoy them. So, uh, so number three... So you did it is in my top three, but it is Motorhead because yeah, yeah. man, they're fucking they were just so cool, <laughs> very very cool, probably the coolest band ever. Yeah, they were they were just there to party. They really did. They didn't give a fuck. Man. Yeah, like and it's crazy because he lived so long and he didn't really stop doing whatever. I mean, I'm sure he probably stopped doing the hard drugs as he got older, but he was still drinking though, like a fish. I'm yeah. sure. His favorite place to hang out was the Rainbow Bar and Grill in Los Angeles, oh. which is I actually very prevalent in. Um, oh, what movie is that? Fuck, now I forget. Oh, the Motley Crue movie. There, there's oh, a scene right. in there. Yeah, they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Um, it's like a big thing in LA. I think back in the day, especially, it yeah. was huge. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I don't know about how much it is today, but I think all those places probably still have a huge crowd because of their cult status. Yeah, because so many great bands like played there, hung out right. there. Right. Um, so I think there is a place there where Lemmy has a place for like it's like a permanent seat for him. Oh damn! Yeah, at so their he board. was like for real. Yeah, for real, Z fan. Like I think he was there like pretty much any chance he had okay nice all right well uh number three for me and this is the most current person on my list is zach bryan uh you know newer guy he's only been around now for a couple of years uh his his songwriting is impeccable i think it speaks to a lot of people despite the fact that he is very young his songwriting comes from like an old soul so I think it really appeals to people like my age demographic Um, and you know he's awesome I just I really like Zach Bryan I can't wait to see him this summer (laughs) uh, because I will cry and fangirl out for my my boxers on stage (laughs) and uh, have a a gay old time literally and uh, so yeah Zach Bryan did crack my top three I really wanted to put him at number one just because I'm really heavy into him right I've been now for about a year but uh, but he's, it, he's he's number three he was the third person I thought of when, when crafting this list it's really funny you have like more modern people I don't think any of mine have been relevant in the last 20 years well I mean I've got Zach Bryan and Garth but when, like when you go see Garth he's not singing anything that he put out in the last like He's singing all the stuff He's that made him popular. He's singing shit from like 1990. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and now, when you think about it, that, was 32 years ago. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, still pretty old. Yeah. Definitely not 50 years old. Right. Like some of yours, but but <laughs> yeah. Zach is my is my newest artist. Everyone that I'm going to mention up, like some of them still make music, but they're playing small venues. They're yeah. not, you know, yeah. they're not as as hot as they were when they were new. So, number four. I put Ozzy Osbourne down. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I know that kind of correlates with Black Sabbath, and I thought about not putting him into it, but... Ozzy's done a lot. He does have... On his own. uh, Yeah. Ever since he left Black Sabbath, he's been doing a lot of solo stuff. Um, So, do you like his solo stuff less than Black Sabbath? 
I think he was better when he was in Black Sabbath, but I also think he's put out a lot of good songs in general just by himself. I just think I prefer Black Sabbath a little bit more than just him by himself. But, uh, oh, fuck, now I forget the name. I don't know, I can't remember the song, but there's one that I really enjoy, and now I can't remember it. Okay. Good sign of a good artist. <laughs> good sign for a good artist. Don't remember the name of it. You know, like, uh, Amber and I were talking about this the other night, and I don't even know why we were talking about Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> but he was such a stud when he was younger. He, he was. was. a good-looking dude. Yeah, I know. He was a good-looking guy. I don't know. I feel like sometimes he looked kind of funny. Like, I'm talking, like, 1969. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was a good-looking guy. Probably before he got too heavy into yeah. all the drugs and everything. Yeah. He was a good-looking guy. Now, you, I mean, he's horrible health. Yeah. I'm surprised he's still alive, to be honest. Yeah. He did some outrageous shit. Again, another nod to the Motley Crue movie. Yeah. You know, Ozzy <laughs> and that. And well, not really him, well, but somebody really playing him. Yes, yeah, him pissing on the sidewalk and... What, snorting it or something? He was like snorting ants, ants or some yeah, shit. He snorted ants, and I think he drank his piss. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. He like licked the ground that yeah. he peed on or something. He was fucking wild, man. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I strive to be like Ozzy Osbourne yeah. uh, from a parting perspective. <laughs> uh, so number four for me, and now I'm going to kick it real old school. Okay. A little bit older than you uh-huh. in like your list, The Doors. Oh, yeah. Man, that would have been a def... Definitely another one I didn't just didn't think of. I love a lot of their songs. I haven't listened to them in a while. Yeah. Yeah, The Doors, man, they're awesome. Jim Morrison, just, oh, my God. (laughs) You talk about sex appeal and just intellect and and good writing and good presence. Then you have Ray Manzarek on the keys (laughs) and uh, Robbie Krieger. I mean, just such a good band and and I feel like way ahead of the times yeah I would agree like the direction that they were going I think they helped usher in a lot of uh, you know the music that ended up being very very popular you know like your Led Zeppelins and different things like that but yeah The Doors for me is is number four on my top ten uh, let's do it number five, and then let's go ahead and do a... That's actually what yeah, I was going to say, yeah, too. we'll do a break here. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a review. And to break we'll this back up. up. Yeah. So number five for you. I put Frank Zappa. Okay. I know a lot of this stuff is very odd and very weird, but the man was a fucking genius when it came to musical, uh, like, writing and just... I don't know. It was just a crazy... He was a fucking crazy guy, but... And he... But kind of a dick because he like wanted it to be perfect but like I get it like he was so in tuned with what he wanted that he just kind of he wanted it to be so perfect and but he did make super weird things and he actually didn't do drugs which is fucking wild to me <laughs> very passionate guy yeah like the Zappa documentary yeah uh, I know the documentary was fantastic really good it, it made me tear up a little bit yeah. like at the end when they were talking about when he died or whatever directed by uh, the guy from the Lost Boys. He, oh, really? Uh, played Marco in the Lost Boys, huh. and uh, Ted from Bill and Ted. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe he was Bill. I can't remember. No. <laughs> he was one of the two. He's the blonde, oh, okay. the one that's not Keanu Reeves. Right. <laughs> that guy directed the huh. Frank Zappa documentary. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a good choice. I would have placed that. I would have had that rounding out your top five. Yeah. Some some Frank. I, I feel like he could have been higher. Like, I, but like obviously we. I said no peculiar, no 
order really intended. But now that I'm reading this, it kind of it is. It kind of plays that way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It definitely plays that way. Uh, number five for me before we do another review is uh, Van Morrison. Uh, he still is making music today, but I mean, his discography is just unbelievable. And I think a lot of people don't think about how many great songs he's had over the years. Like, you, right. you know, your brown eyed girl, yeah, like yeah. thinking back all the way then, that was such a old sounding song, but then he's made a lot of stuff, you know, up to like the seventies and was performing with yeah. uh, Pink Floyd. And yeah, he was, he was really great. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, I think I would have put him higher in your top five just because you have always really enjoyed him ever since I've met you. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge Van Morrison fan. And, you know, he may have, he could, him in the doors for me. Yeah. Like, much like ACDC, uh, you know, Motorhead for you, Doors and Van Morrison for me because I think they both are, I, I'm just all about lyrics. Right. You know, right. so, and I think Jim Morrison, Van Morrison, uh, very, you know, Amazing songwriters. Right. And Van Morrison just has a an iconic voice, and maybe he should have been like ahead of the doors if we were ranking them. Right. Right. Uh, but definitely cracked my top five. So, <laughs> so now we're going to take a little pause from our top ten, and we're yeah. going to go in for our second brewski. Uh, <laughs> tell the fine folks at home what we've got here, Grant. All right. So we have. Oh God. <laughs> We have a, it's called Saison 13. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I have no idea. I think, yeah, I think that's it. Um, it's from Unibrow <laughs> Brewing Company. Um, it is, I guess, technically a farmhouse sales dash Saison. I think it's Saison. kind of hand in hand. Um, but it's from Chambly, Quebec, Canada. And it has a, like, mega deaths. Um, I forget what they call them now. Yeah, we... It's like their mascot. Yeah. I forget. Like, they have a name for him. It's like... Is it Mr. Something? Mr. I think so. Is it like Death or something? I don't don't know. I I have no clue. Um, But yeah, it has... a sick can. It is a sweet can. We'll we'll post pictures on the Facebook. That's the one thing we're actually good about doing is putting pictures of the cans on. Yeah. Uh, But it's... A 16-ounce can. Um, it's 6.1% alco- or alcohol per volume. Um, it was 19 IBU, I believe. And I just realized it does say the IBUs on this can. This is the first beverage we have drank that actually had the IBUs listed on yeah. the packaging. But it says it here on the side. That's awesome. But, yeah, I'm actually very intrigued to try this. It has a little description Oh, it does. This is the first time I've actually held it. Like when we went to Jungle yeah, Gym, it was just in a little four to pack. get this. It was in a four pack, and then you grabbed it and put it in the cart. And I didn't even really get a good chance to like see it. Yeah, we kind of just put it in there because we were like because oh. we knew what we were doing, right? You know. Um, but it says our saison thirteen with its pale amber color and its red orange hues is brewed with thirteen carefully selected ingredients. This delicious saison offers the perfect combination of malt, fruity, and spices, punctuated by the fresh hops taste. That sounds delectable. Yeah, it sounds amazing. That sounds really, really good. Now I know a lot of times with alcohol they they oversell it. Yeah, they I do. mean I've read some descriptions and I'm like, there's no way you would not like that. Right. And then you exactly. taste it, and it's like fucking raw asshole yeah. inside of <laughs> dingleberries. 
Uh, but this that does sound really really good, and the can is just oh yeah the can so is awesome, uh, very very cool can. And uh, this was a purchase, the first thing that we purchased oh, yeah. from our Patreon right subscribers. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, I guess we should talk about that. We um, took the money from our Patreon subscribers for a month. I think it was about a month. It, it might have been a little, little extra. Month, yeah, yeah. Um, and we went to. Our Jungle Gems, which has it just has a bunch of different breweries and like small breweries that we were able to buy stuff for, and uh, so we were able to spend those fifty dollars on getting beer to review for this actually. So I mean, yeah, I mean, we got a ton of beer. Yeah, we did. We like, got. You'll be hearing us give shout outs to the Patreon members because like the next two episodes is has been completely funded by the Patreon subscribers. Because uh, you're able to create like your own six packs right. and get like Lucy's, uh, so we were able to get you know two yeah. beers of all kinds of different ones. The only I think we bought this as a four pack and we bought one more as a six pack. I can't wait for that. One. I know that one. I'm very excited for. Yeah. Um, we'll have a little special thing I think with that one. Um, you know, I, I, we'll talk about it. Offline, yeah, but I had ideas for it. Yeah, um, and then we were able to do two create your own six packs. So I think in that we. All, we picked out two of each one just because we wanted each one of us to have one. So I guess it probably equates more to like one six pack, essentially. But it's but it's three different three different beers. beers. And then we did pick out one each for a special Patreon episode, I believe. Yeah, or, we, was we got something different because you found one that you right thought sounded really good. And I thought it sounded good. But it wasn't like... But I'm like, were, eh, yeah. let's see what else they have. And then I found one that I was really excited about that you were like, eh. Right. So I'm like, well, just keep yours and I'll keep mine. Right. And we'll do like our own separate thing. Uh, so, so, yeah. So technically there's four different reviews there yeah uh so like two episodes essentially yeah, that's uh true. so so yeah we're so yeah i mean the patreons or people that want to be patreons don't fret where your money's going it's going right back going into right our pod i here. promise yeah, yeah, we're not we're not in atlantic city we did fly to vegas with your money it's, <laughs> yeah it's funding our alcohol problems so thank you very much for that but yeah. without further ado because i'm dying to try i know this. me too let's get it open it's also our first canadian beer i know so I'm very excited about Which that. Canada has some really good beers. Ooh, that's complex. It is, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm getting like a savory smell almost. I know, me too. But then I am getting a little fruit. I don't know. Should we pour this out? You want to? Yeah. <sighs> this one's getting the pour. All right. I really just wanted to see the color, too. Yeah, they didn't make mention a lot about the color, so. Well, right off the bat, very amber, golden yeah, color. Yeah, very, very, like a orange amber. Yeah. It's got a great head on it. It does. Almost kind of looks like a blue moon. It is very blue moonish. It does look like blue moon. You're right. It does. So it's kind of like that orange hue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good, and it, I love the the head that it's giving. <laughs> <laughs> is there somebody under the table in there? Wilson, where are you at? Girl, what you want, dunk or dunk? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to yeah. pull up a picture of 
Lainey Wilson now just to show you what I'm talking about. Uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think she performed live. Yeah, she. This uh, this has a beautiful, beautiful Ooh. color though. It almost smells like pumpkin pie. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely very complex. Smell it now that you've poured it. It almost has like a pumpkin pie Ooh, smell. It does. It does. It smells like pumpkin pie crust. Yeah. 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 That, that is actually like right on. Yeah, that's exactly what it uh, what it smells like. But I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it. All this about head it. Is, uh, the head is just so unbelievable, though. And uh, I love a good head. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I can't. I can't wait to pour this anymore. I want to try this. I know. That. I, that's what I'm going in. Like I could pour it a little. Warm, You'll get a little Belgian dip. Little, oh yeah, I'll get a little little sauce on my <laughs> on my stash. That's all right. Okay. Ooh. A lot of a lot of stuff going on there. Um, kind of tastes like pizza. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right out of the gate, not a huge fan. Yeah, I can agree. Out of the gate, I'm not. We're <laughs> gonna have to let that one sit for a minute. Yeah, I think so too. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do about this right now because it definitely wasn't what I thought it was gonna no, taste it definitely, like. I know, that's what I thought. I'm kind of like a little you let down. You said it tasted like pizza? It kind of tastes like when you walk into a pizzeria and you smell the like the cardboard boxes and the cooked <laughs> pizza that's kind of what it tastes oh, like oh man maybe that's just because i worked at a pizza place for so for yeah a long time you would know those ins and outs a little bit better i don't i don't know the smell that you're talking of <laughs> right off i think anybody that's worked at a pizza place knows what i'm talking about I mean, the second drink was a little bit more palatable than the first, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a kind of a letdown. It's the description, like we said on alcohol, it fucking hypes it up. It makes it sound amazing. I mean, this is someone's favorite beer. True. And we got to remember that with every beer that we open, there's someone out there who is like, oh, that's my shit. Yeah. I mean, there's people out there who actually love drinking Nicolas Ultra. <laughs> that is true. So, uh, oh, man, I don't know what to do with this one because you know how a lot of people say there's a lot of fine dining <laughs> nerds. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, get, I go for my steak dinner to... Anthony Tobelay's Steakhouse. Right. And then you go, you finally go, you save up enough money, and you go, and then you eat there, and you were just so disappointed because it was so expensive and because the person you knew just built it up to be something, and it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. You would still prefer to get your steak at Texas Roadhouse. Right. That's kind of what this beer is to me. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with it. No. I just think that the hype based on how cool the can is, the description, uh, it just oversold the product. I agree. And I also think that 
especially you because you've had two strawberry letter 23s which are dynamite they are very good that this is a, a very big contrast to that yeah because of the it's more not i don't want to say spicy but like it's a little heavier yeah it's, it's a little a, heavier a little heavier more on the spice side than the fruity side than like the strawberry letter 23 was um i don't know i uh, I'm trying to decide if I, I like it or not. I don't think I I'm do. I'm not a huge fan. I'm, no. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, I'll, I'll drink this, absolutely. And and maybe there's a situation where this was good. Maybe yeah. if it's fall. It's very much a fall beer. Yeah, it does me. seem like a very fall because beer. Because like you me. said, to me, like the aromatics of it is like a pumpkin pie crust. Yeah, I agree. Um, and there is a lot of spice in this. So maybe if we were enjoying this on the couch, watching football in October... <laughs> Yeah. It, it would be good. I would but agree. But at this time and place, it's not it's necessarily not, doing the job for yeah. me. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. So I'm going to try to keep that in mind as I give you uh, my official review. Yeah. But uh, I think we'll hold off on the review for this for a minute. Maybe go back to our top – or our 6 through 10 – do you want to, or do you want to go ahead and just get the numbers? Over I don't know. What are you, are you? I can tell you're really conflicted. I don't know if it's because you want to like it, or if because you you do like I it. I feel like I want to like it, but I feel like I, it's just not doing it for me. It's it's definitely weird. It's a it's a weird. Drink. Yeah, it is an odd drink. Well, then let's let's resume our uh, let's conclude rather our well, top actually, tip list. Well, I kind of have to go pee. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break. Do you want to talk by yourself for a little bit, or do you have to go, too? I don't have to go, but you can leave it go. Okay. All right. I'll be right I'll back. Give a, I'll give a special message to our <laughs> listeners. So, Grant is getting up now, and he's doing the fake run, the Midwest fake jog up the stairs. I, uh, so now that it's just us, and, and I, I can say this because I know my wife doesn't care, but Lainey Wilson has a delectable derriere and uh it's really important to me that that i voice that i'm not a butt guy i've never really been a butt guy but laney wilson's hind quarters you can just slab some barbecue sauce on that and i will go to town but outside of me wanting to to give you my undying and flinching opinion on Laney Wilson's buttocks. There's a couple other things I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention the fact that we really need your your continued support. Everybody's been fantastic. Our Facebook page, we're now closing in on 400 followers. That's uh, amazing because as of January 8th, we were a little under 200. So in just a little over a month, we have gained uh, you know, like 180 followers. So thank you guys. Uh, our Patreon is starting to finally take off. If you like what you hear, please don't hesitate to go visit the Patreon. You get access to bonus mini-sodes as well as uh, the, the list that we keep all of our reviews on track with and uh, every once in a while we'll throw up a post or some sort of uh, poll to ask sometimes they're dumb sometimes they're legit 
but it's a lot of fun over there and you can subscribe for as little as five dollars a month so uh, that's the cup that's the cost of a cup of coffee from Starbucks so uh, go over there we'll give you a shout out we'll interact with you we interact with everyone I, I try to interact with everyone on Facebook uh, our TikTok we're closing in on 1700 followers there I uh, cannot get Instagram to take off. That's still a huge problem for me. I'm about ready to throw in the towel. <laughs> and Grant's back. So uh, that was, once again, the quickest piss I've ever seen. You piss quicker than anyone I've ever met. Well, it, I pee like a racehorse, man. They fucking just yeah. let it go. You look like one, too. <laughs> uh, how would you know? <laughs> I don't know. How do I know? <laughs> All right, so uh, so we're going to go ahead and conclude our top ten list here. All right. With numero seis. Uh, who's number six for you? I put Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. That's that's a surprise for me. I for like you. Pink Floyd. I, I, I don't think you dislike them, but I don't, we never talk about them. No, not really. I love a lot of their music. Their albums are really cool. I just like listening to them. They're kind of um, like a calming like thing for me. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, no, I enjoy those a lot. Or okay. enjoy them a lot. Okay, so Pink Floyd uh, cracking the, the bottom half of the top ten for Grant. I picked uh, Dwight Yoakam. Okay. I like Dwight Yoakam. I like what he stands for. I like that Bakersfield, California country. He was a big <laughs> Buck Owens fan. I like Buck Owens. Uh, I dig him. I think he's a good actor. I like him <laughs> in movies. He's an uh, ugly some bitch. <laughs> but uh, but I think he's a fantastic artist. Every time a song of his comes on, I listen to it. So all right. So there we have it. So number seven, I put accept. Okay, I had to, I had to hell yeah, in. man. I was wondering if they were going to make the top ten. Yeah, their uh, first like two albums put it in there for me. The rest of them I'm not a huge fan of, but they also change singers like. Four albums in, I think. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll take them in my top ten. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I would have given you shit if had they not put them in there. Put in there as much as we talk about on this podcast <laughs> and as much as we've listened to them yeah. like after work. I feel like this has turned into the Accept Fan Club podcast. It truly is. I think that's what Scott wanted to tell me on Facebook was like, dude, I'm tired of hearing yeah, Grant talk yeah. about Accept. Yeah, I don't blame him. Um, I'm kind of tired of talking about it. That's so funny. So number seven for me was All That Remains. Okay. Uh, 2005, they dropped a record called The Fall of Ideals, and it was life-changing for me at the time. <laughs> Truly, it was. Uh, their song, This Calling, appeared on the Saw Two movie soundtrack. Okay. And, uh, of course, uh, they had a song also on Guitar Hero uh, 6 oh, okay. is the name of it. And I just think that that record alone is I mean their their record before that was super super good called this dark and hard uh, but those two right there made them in my top ten pretty much everything they've released post two thousand five not a fan of okay but I don't I don't blame them they were uh, they kind of sold out to become a little bit more radio friendly and right. it's like hey if you work your entire life to do something you gotta that's the move you've got to make in order to provide for your family or right. to. Uh, have people listen to you then I, I mean 
I may disagree with that, but I respect the fact that that's the route you went. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But all that remains is definitely in my top ten. So, uh, okay. so are we already on eight? Yeah, on eight. Okay. I uh, I went with Blue Oyster Cult. I love them. <laughs> Another one that my dad really enjoys as well, and kind of passed along to to me as a fan. You do listen to a lot of uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, the last couple of months we've listened to them quite a bit. Yeah, I'm. I kind of get in like moods with them. Like I'll go back and listen to them. And then I kind of like take a break for a while. It's really with anybody though, because I don't know. You know. Well, I think that they're a very underloved band because most people associate them with uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper." Yeah, and that's not that's not really their greatest song in my opinion. No, it was the definitely their most popular. I would say. Yeah, and it, and that song is actually really different versus like what they normally put out. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was actually something like a lot of their albums are like. They tend to do a lot of different things. Um, they like tried a lot of different things. I don't know. They just they were trying a lot. At, but at the same time, they kind of kept a lot to the same. The Imaginos album is actually a very good album to listen to, like around like Halloween time. I I think. Right. Well, not I think I know. Um, at least to, for you. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. your opinion. I think a lot of other but, people would enjoy it around that time of year. Right. It's not one that I can listen, and they're not a band that I can listen to twenty four seven either. But I I definitely think they're my top ten. I like a lot of what they do. Godzilla's. One of my favorite songs of all yeah. time, but yeah. I also just enjoy those movies as well. So you are a big Godzilla fan, and like King Kong, a lot of those like yeah. old school, yeah, yeah, like sci-fi horror type things. Okay, um, again, I'm not really surprised by anybody on your top ten list so far. <laughs> uh, for me, my next is uh, him, uh, his Infernal Majesty uh, from Finland. Okay. Uh, they kind of created their own genre of music, love metal, and um, I, it doesn't hurt that at the time that I was real deep into them, Jackass was a big thing. Uh, okay. Bam Margera is a huge hymn fan with the Heartogram. Uh, okay. uh, I have a Heartogram tattoo as well. Uh, I think that they are a stellar band. They broke up a few years ago, and I hated to hear that, but Villavalo, the lead singer, is kind of doing like a solo tour thing like he's going to be at Louder Than Life in Louisville uh, doing like I guess the hymn catalog by himself <laughs> interesting it's an interesting take but again songwriting from a songwriting standpoint fantastic and, and we've talked about this before it's crazy how foreign people can sing it sounds so fucking American I know it's very weird um and Villavalo and him, they're kind of like that. They're from Finland, but, but they, they sound, sound very, very American. Like, you wouldn't really be able to tell based on their singing. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, now that I talk about it and flush this out, out loud, I think that you would really enjoy him because yeah. they have kind of a, uh, like, an 80s metal kind of feel to them. I'll definitely because check them out. From I don't Finland. think I've ever heard of them. Okay, well, yeah, you'll have to, I'll send you, like, a couple songs for you to check out okay. and see what you think about them. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, it's not like screamo metal. Right. It's it's that's, like hard hard riffs and stuff. That's but, what I like. I don't necessarily like the yeah, screamo metal, right. like the, those kinds of things. Yeah. Some of them I do. Not I'm not gonna say I don't like any of them, but some are good. But I think I think you could get down with him. I, I could see you working out to him. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, that's number eight for me. Uh, we're only two left. So yeah. These I know. are coveted spots. I know. 
What's number nine for you? I said Credence Clearwater Revival. Which Fuck! Is that yeah. your saying? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Did you That's put it for nine? That's my is CCR, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's I was wondering if we were gonna have any. We like, had to I thought we would of all of them that I thought we would have, that was like the only one I yeah. could think of that you might put in there. Yeah, CCR yeah. is number nine. For I me. love a lot of their songs. It's very different, but I do like a lot of the more like rock that they do in the it's kind of southern, some of their southern rock. It's but, uh, they call it swamp rock. Yeah. Like Louisiana. Yeah. Even though they're from California, which yeah. cracks me up. But, yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm glad we had one that was uh, the same. <laughs> and it's funny. We put them both in the same them, spot. That was my next one because I thought you would think that they would be higher on my list. I would actually kind of have thought they'd be yeah. a little higher, but I wasn't surprised that it – I wouldn't have been surprised if they weren't on there, but I am not surprised. Like I am also kind of surprised that they weren't higher. I don't yeah. know, it's like one of those – I feel like they're kind of one of those bands. Like a lot of people like them, but I feel like there's not like a ton of people that are like – Oh, yeah, they're one of my favorites. But they had a lot of good songs. So many good songs, man. And then John Fogarty ended up having a very yeah. successful solo career. Yeah. Uh, like, I love him. I think John Fogarty was a very talented guy. He's kind of a pompous douchebag. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, CCR, man, all day long for me. I, I'll put on some CCR and fucking rock out for hours. So, <laughs> so okay, well, spoiler alert, that was my next one so <laughs> well, I guess we go into 10 then we go right into 10 uh, I had Deep Purple okay Deep Purple yeah I don't know I, that was one that I feel like could have been in could have been out for me well as it should it's number 10 right yeah um, I don't know I like a lot of their songs that was also another my dad really likes a lot of a couple of their songs but I haven't really listened to like now that, that we're at this point, it's not one that I've I know a ton about. I I just like their music. I know that. Wow, oh shoot! Now I forget. But their guitar player was the one that founded them, and then he was from somebody else, and now I can't remember the name. Oh, like he was in another. Yeah, another he was in a popular another, band. Yeah. Or? Oh, okay. I did and, not know that. And then I think he founded Deep Purple after that because. The other band, or, yeah, the other band kind of was like pushing him out because they were wanting to get more mainstream, and he wanted to continue down the more um, like heavier rock side, like the more guitar heavy, like right. more metal essentially, but like not Dio really. Yeah, yeah, like that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I don't know a whole lot about Deep Purple. Are are they the ones that do Hush? Yes, hush, I believe hush. so. I thought I heard you call my name now, Hush. Now I don't remember. It seems like that's Deep Purple. I think it is. If it is, that's the only exposure I've ever had to Deep Purple. And I could be way off base. Whoever does sing that song, I think, has a color in their name. So (laughs) that's kind of what I'm drawing from. And I only know that song because of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Ah, okay. I don't know if they do that. I, like I said, I... Yeah, they did. They did. did. They? Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's a good tune. Um, uh, Smoke on the Water was also Deep Purple. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Highway Star. I don't know if you ever heard that one. I mean, I may have heard it, but I definitely don't know it by the name. Yeah, that one was another popular one by them. Um, one of my all-time all favorites, though, is definitely Space Trucking. That song's fucking awesome. <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to go home and as I clean the house, <laughs> listen to some Deep Purple. Yeah. Because I uh, definitely know Smoke on the Water, but that sounds like such a different song yeah, to than Hush, Hush yeah. which is what I... 
more recently know them yeah. from. I could have been mistaken. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he found another band. Maybe Deep Purple was trying to go a different way. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up again. I really don't know. We don't know anything about yeah. our favorite bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really don't. Let's be real. <laughs> we just like we like the sounds that come into our ears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we like the we like our ear hole feelings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So for my top ten, for my my number ten, oh, let's hear it. The Osborne Brothers, which is a uh, bluegrass. I duo. actually have one song by them on my uh, or in my Apple Music. Hell yeah, man! I don't think you would ever guess what it is. It's probably newer, I think. Well, there's, uh, I mean, they have a ton. There's Rocky Top. There's uh, Ruby. Are you mad at your man? Let me make sure. There's this down is- in the Willow Garden. I think you're thinking of the Osborne brothers, or the brothers Osborne. Oh, that yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. some confusion there. Sorry. Yeah, I Osborne don't know brothers. Music. I was gonna say, I mean, they're they're still alive. Sonny Osborne, and I forget his brother's name, or maybe it's his cousin. I, again, we don't know anything about the bands we like. We just know <laughs> we we know they make good music. Well, I I look into all these things, and then I forget because yeah, I'm sure at one point in time we knew everything about yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. We were like, when they were new to us, right? When they were, Real hot and heavy with them. Well, yeah, that makes sense. When you like first find somebody you really like, you like look up everything about them. You got to figure it out, and then a month later, you're like, "Wow, man, what is what was it that I was trying to remember right. about them? I don't, I don't know." Yeah, I totally, totally get that. Uh, but yeah, that that was my tenth band, and it was really hard to come up with a tenth one. There was a there was a kind of a, a duel between. Osborne Brothers and Limp Biscuit. If we're being 100% honest, Limp Biscuit almost made my top 10. They should have. They really should have because I fucking love Limp Biscuit, man. Like, I love them so much, it's not even funny. But, uh, you know, the Osborne Brothers has uh, probably what would have been my fourth favorite song if we had done like a top five song in our Patreon episode. Right. Uh, called uh, Down in the Willow Garden. It's actually been covered a lot by, uh, I think U2's covered it. Uh, okay. Uh, it's one of those old songs from like the mountains that's been done, like rock version, country. And uh, they have a version of the song with, um, well, that is just heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking ballad. Okay. Well, now that you're saying this, I cannot believe I didn't put these people in my top 10. <laughs> they actually would probably replace. Deep Purple, honestly, in my top ten. Uh, the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. I cannot believe oh, I didn't shit. include them. Yeah, I didn't even put them in my honorable mentions. I didn't think about it yeah. at all. That's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted this to be like something we revisit. Yeah. Because like, we save these notes. Like, I save my notes. Yeah, I do too. I don't know if you do. No, I do. I, I have like a folder with all the notes. I would love to do, in a few months, go back and do like a comparison to like see if we thought because sometimes you rediscover music like right. as your playlists are going you're like oh shit I love them like 10 years ago let's start listening to them again right. and you're just like oh my god they hit different now than yeah. they did 10 yeah. years ago so uh, <laughs> yeah that's a that's a surprising one for you that you omitted from your list yeah I can't believe I did that I love them <laughs> you really do we actually had a song the song me and Emily danced to at our wedding was from them uh, you just put your foot in your mouth now because when Emily hears that she's going to be like oh I see so our <laughs> wedding song meant nothing to you <laughs> son you better make that number three in your top three songs right now they honestly would probably be like top they would definitely be in the top five for sure I love okay. them okay okay um, well there you have it ladies and and gentlemen, our top ten favorite bands or artists. 
as of this date, February 11th, 2023, <laughs> at 2.44 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so, are we ready to, like, rate this? Yeah, I feel like we need to rate this. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not getting any better. I'm no. taking larger drinks Me to too. get through it, and it's even worse. Yeah, I agree. Well, so, and I hate that because this fucking can is sick. I know, that can is sick, but, yeah, no, not good. Uh, can't can't rate the can i wish we could we probably should have added a category of like packaging or yeah we probably should have because this can is sick yeah i mean it's it's or i said green there's no green on here uh orange and black and yeah, it's, it's super i think cool. you're feeling the 7.1 6.1 combo i don't think so because i haven't you drink more than me today yeah how why have you not drink your strawberry letter 23 uh, well my strawberry letter 23 is drank but well, I, I had an open bush, oh. and then now I have the uh, okay. cow patty beer <laughs> that we're drinking right now. I mean, it's not good. It's not at all. If anything, my opinion is has went way downhill. I agree. This. I was hoping that over time it would, it, be like, yeah, it would round up. Same. But no, it's definitely rounded down. Ooh. So crushability... I'm sorry, I'm giving this like a point five. <laughs> oh, that's like your lowest of all time. Yeah, that's it's it's not crushable. Like I took two big swigs of this, and I was gonna tell you to get a shovel, dig a hole, because I was gonna die. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with one. It's not preferable, but it uh, could still be done. Oh, uh, God. So, what are you doing for tastiness then? Ah. <sighs> I think anything over a .5 would be a bold-faced lie. <laughs> like, it's very, very refreshing in the first half a second you're drinking it, but then it immediately goes downhill for me. I think I got to go one because there's like a second – there's like literally a millisecond that I enjoy, and then I'm with you. It goes all downhill after that. Well, I think that the crushability and the tastiness goes hand in hand. Yeah, I And I think agree. if you historically look at our ratings on those, they're very, very similar for all other beers. Except for this one up here. But that – oh, that wasn't a beer. Sorry. Never mind. Ignore that. I will. <laughs> all right. What do you think about this? I mean, you obviously didn't like it, so... Well, but, but that doesn't mean it's not going to get you fucked up. I, right? I mean, it's 6-1. It's 6-1. So. so, I'm... Oh, God. God, I don't even know. I'm trying to take myself out of the equation. If you took yourself out and somebody really enjoyed the four-pack, you can buy it in. But a four-pack's not going to do it. I would it's say... I'd say fucked up? Or pretty... Or are you thinking pretty fucked up? I'm, I'm teetering between pretty and fucked. I'm just trying to Which think. Which was also six, my, <laughs> my name in high school. 6.1% 6. <laughs> and you had four of them. It depends on, I guess, how fast you drink them. I mean, if you, you drink, drink them in 20 minutes, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't seem like that kind of beer. This is a very yeah, It's taken us a long time yeah. to get through this one. I think, I'm, I think I'll agree with you on the pretty fucked up. Yeah, thing. I think it's pretty fucked up. Because it's going to take you a minute. Yeah, I don't know that. I think after drinking four of those, you're going to be like, eh. Yeah. Even if you love it, you're like, ah, let's switch over to yeah, yeah, to I, cores. I agree. Um, <laughs> and then, are you a stutter bitch? Well, this is hard. I think that we have to pull out the phantom distinguished gentleman on this okay. because, and hear hear me out, hear my analytics. I don't think you're a stud because there's too much unknown about this. I feel like, you know, for the most part, most people are not going to be familiar with this type of beer. 
what it is, what it tastes like. At the same time, it is a 6-1. It's got fucking Megadeth on it. Right. So your uh, bitch is automatically disqualified. Right. But I don't think you're quite a stud because I think that it's a very niche beer. I think that there's a very small percentage of people who drink this regularly. Yeah. So I think you're a distinguished gentleman if you think enough to bring this type of beer to a social function. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just not it's not hitting for me as I wish it did. Oh, I wish it did. I had high hopes for it. Um, but you know what? I'm kind of glad at the same time we had a beer that didn't sit real well with us. Yeah. Because for the most part when when we're looking back at the beers that we've had, we enjoy them. Right. For the most part. Yeah, I mean, there's probably some that are a little bit more average than others, but we have enjoyed most of them. Like, I'm talking straight beer. Like, take your Blake's hard out of the equation. Take all the seltzers and the, uh, you know, different things like that. I think if you're looking solely at beer, we've had really good luck with getting good beer. Yeah, we have. I, I don't know. Like, the smell that I'm getting now from the glass, it definitely smells like... I don't even know if it's pizza. It's more like when pizza has sat in a cardboard box and then you take it out, but then you still smell the cardboard box after you throw it away. Like, that's what it is. Wow. That's I, very particular. I, I mean, that's a very but that's what I, zoned in that's, take. That's what I get on the smell. I, man, I've never loved you more than I love you right now for that <laughs> beer Because that was very in-depth, very particular review. I appreciate that. Man, I don't know. It, it's weird. I feel like it should be good, and it's just not. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to like it. Yeah, I think that that's yeah. The, I think that's, that's the why we're so hurt by it. Maybe like, is, do you think it's just the type of beer that it is? The the saison, <sighs> saison, or however the hell you say it. saison. No, I think it's just shit. I just think it's a shit beer. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with any one thing. I just don't think it's a very yeah. good beer. It's a shame because Canada a lot of times has some really good beer. Oh, they fucked this one. Yeah, this one's bad. They fucked this one. Well, this is also French Canada because it's in Quebec. Oh, that's true. Didn't think about that. Those damn dirty French. (laughs) Those motherfuckers. Those fucks. We'll we'll keep our freedom fries. You can have the shit back. Uh, so yeah, okay. So we've 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 had a roller coaster ride today. I feel I yeah finished that. Wow, I didn't even see you finish that. Yeah, I did it really quick. I just had to get it over Did you want to puke? Yeah. Afterwards? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not appetizing at all. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I wish everybody could have just saw oh, Josh's face. That I'm was... not going to lie to you. I have drank rubbing alcohol before. <laughs> that is a true fucking story. And that's probably one of the worst things I've ever drank was the fucking Megadeth Saison 30, 13... Yeah. It's not good. And I, mean, I will drink just about anything. But if somebody offered me that, I would say to fuck off. I really wish we could have found this one at Jungle Gems. But this is Iron Maiden, not Megadeth. Yeah. I have a... Oh, it's actually created by Iron Maiden. I never knew that. Um, but it's a British beer. And it's Trooper, based on their song. It's. I mean, if it's British, it's automatically going to be dark as fuck. I don't know. It's only 4.7. What, what kind of beer is it? Like, it just says say? premium British beer. Oh, well, in Cheshire, England, charged with flavor. That's all it says. It's a sick can, though. It is a sweet can. 
Wasn't there four of those? Or how many was those? These? Yeah. The, this is the only one you gave me. You gave me a pack of, I think, Megadeth ones that are upstairs. Uh-huh. I haven't brought them down yet because uh-huh. I don't have shelves. Okay. Once I do that, all the stuff's getting displayed. Yeah, we've been blessed enough to have some really cool cans. Yeah. I think over the course of this yeah, podcast I agree. so far. Um, so at this point in time, what I'm going to tell you is that this has been our music filled extravaganza. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, I feel like we were off today. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it out on Front Street. Maybe I'll, eh, I'll save it for the Patreon. <laughs> I have an opinion, but I'll save it for the Patreon okay. episode. Uh, but no. So thank you to Scotty Too Hottie for the suggestion. Yeah. I actually had a lot of fun just talking I, music. I know. Me too. Uh, I, so I really hope that he enjoyed this music episode. Absolutely. Because this was for you, buddy. Again, yeah. we appreciate uh, your support, your love. Uh, and, and as he suggested, if if you're listening to this and you are vibing right now with a band or a song or whatever, let us know. Shoot us a DM on Facebook. Uh, send us an email, beardsandbeerspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to listen to and talk about. Yeah. Maybe you're into something or maybe you're not. Maybe you tell us your least favorite band and yeah. you just want to hear us talk shit about it. Because <laughs> no. we're very honest. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, this beer sucked dick. <laughs> I'm not afraid to, to pull any punches here. Yeah. Um, but definitely reach out to us. Let us know. And we have a lot of really cool things in mind for the upcoming year. We've talked about doing different uh not necessarily like skits. Right. Because no. we're not actors. Right. But, but maybe trying to find, like, getting, like, middle light, bush light, Coors light, uh, like, any, like, those kinds of beers and doing, like, a, ta- a blind, blind taste, taste test. See if we can name which one's which. Um, I feel like that would be kind of a fun idea to do for an episode. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the ones I listed. It could be any. Yeah. But try to keep them similar style just so. Yeah. I think blind taste tests would be a lot of fun with yeah. you. Like, you know, have Emily and Amber pick out some beers, go to the store. We know nothing about them. Right. Have us have them poured and see if we can uh, just rate them. Just yeah. say, okay, out of five stars, what do you give this one? And yeah. then find out what it is. I mean, we have all We have a bunch of, of like, ideas similar to that and different from that like it's going to be a good time this year yeah we're, we're definitely working on sharpening the, the edges I yeah think we've got the the foundation set and we think we know what you guys like <laughs> uh, it's yeah. still hard to say yeah that's why we appreciate the feedback be sure to uh subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already also please make sure to go check us out on facebook beards and beers podcast we are on tiktok Tiki Talk. Tiki Talk. Uh, we put content out on there as well, little videos and things. And please head over to the Patreon. Like I said, when Grant went and took a piss, uh, for as little as $5, you can become a supporter of the podcast. It goes directly back into the podcast uh, for beer, equipment upgrades. Yeah. We have a lot of things planned. Uh, we also have a lot of potential partnerships. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we've talked to a few uh, different businesses and different things like that that could be interested in partnering with us this year. So hopefully something great comes of that. And we really just want to take it a step up. We want to be able to provide you with the best content. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I agree. So uh, we are going to go ahead and go into our After Beers episode. 
Again, if you are not a Patreon subscriber and you want to hear a little bit more from us, a little bit more candid <laughs> versions of uh, Grant and Josh, head over there, become a subscriber. You'll get a shout out and potentially a koozie. Shout out. <laughs> you got a shot to the heart and you're too blames. <laughs> and uh, I think that that yeah, that's it. All right, see you guys. Deuces. Thank you.